A Shot of Wrestling, episode 56, and away we go. I think but this freestyles and stone cold sudden and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, Undertaker came. Sit in the fire or get cooled like Roman brain. Get this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Yak, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal when I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get it. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk at WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with MJP. Oh, top of the show to yous. Oh, it's hot St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I can't do the accent. Really can't. Really can't do it. I tried my best. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I'm your host this week, Michael Olpati. Well. I'm sparing you the show of me by myself. This week we have another contestant in our co-host search. Please welcome Andy. Andy, how are you, my friend? Hey, this is Andy Lee from the Ring Rats Pro Wrestling Gossip Show podcast. And it is a privilege to be here on the Shot of Wrestling podcast. We are here in beautiful, tree-lined, suburban, bucolic, bayside Queens on goddamn St. Patrick's Day. How the hell are you doing, Michael Putty? Bucolic. That's a uh, that's a good Scrabble word. I was going to tell you were part of a podcast, but you beat me to it. So, uh, how you been? Welcome to the show. How was it getting here? Uh, it was a goddamn shit mess. Uh, <laughs> there, the people on the Long Island Expressway were in their goddamn the, cute the, green Long Island Expressway. <laughs> Long Island Railroad and later in a cab on the Long Island Expressway. The trains were shitty. Uh, I have holes in my shoes. That's my own fault. My feet are wet. I don't care. That's my problem. Yeah, you, you kind of uh, tricked a mess into the studio. <laughs> I apologize for that. I thought you didn't notice. Why notice? Um, that is embarrassing yes. on my end. <laughs> I feel terrible. Uh, I'd actually just prefer to talk about something else because I am sheepishly uh, trying to avoid the huge mess I made in your otherwise beautiful home. Thank you very much. Um, well, we're on a fire right now. Let's <laughs> let's get to know Andy a little bit better. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. All right, you ready to go? Hell yeah! All right. So, as a fan, what is your first pro wrestling memory? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Early <laughs> WWE. Um, I know I had earlier memories. The first memory that really sticks in my head, I was watching a pay-per-view uh, that my friend and Schumann Rostogi, who in fact was the only Indian kid in the entire city of Baltimore, had ordered. Uh, it was Bret Hart versus Yokozuna. And I remember specifically his dad walked in, and this is not a... Shitty, uh, this is not a racist Indian impression. This is just the shittiest Indian impression that I can do. And he said something along the line, He will never, you will never beat the fat man. And that is my first wrestling memory a older Indian confused man saying Yokozuna is a fat man. Was that WrestleMania 9? It very well could have been. And that's not a shitty impersonation. That's pretty dead on. <laughs> you should give some more credit. I spent a lot of time over in Schumann's house when I was a kid. Uh, all time, what are your top. Three female wrestlers. Oh, Jesus. Very good question. Um, I try. 
Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Bull Nakano, obviously. Oh, Avi. Uh, she is a fantastic worker. Uh, Jacqueline, Miss Texas. Okay. Uh, surely one of my favorites. And uh, let's go with Luna Vachon. You're not the first person to mention those names. Oh, they're because they're good. I think somebody had two of those three in their their top three. Was it, let me guess the the one that was not it, and that's Bull Nakano. Nothing was Bull Nakano. No I, shit. I think it was Bull Nakano and uh, Luna Vachon, but I could be wrong. They're fantastic. I saw Luna in right before she died wrestling for WSU, which is now part of the CZW family, and she fucking killed it. So you said Luna Vachon, Bull Nakano, and Jackie. Yes. Uh, do Mary kill? Oh, oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> obviously, Mary Bull Nakano. Obviously. Uh, she looks fucking great. Uh, weirdly. Um, <laughs> okay. Like Asian women? Okay. Kill. God, that's hard. Kill. I hate to say this. Kill Miss Jackie and fuck Luna because Luna is by far the craziest. And white, apparently? Say it again? And white? You don't like the black girls? Well, I'm marrying Bull Nakano. But she's Asian. All right. Um, interesting. Interesting top three. Who are some of your favorite male wrestlers of all time? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to do Mary Kills at all. <laughs> oh, I, was, I, was, I was happy to do it. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's so many, you know, so many different categories uh, of all time. Uh, I got to say, uh, Sabu, by far. Okay. Uh, it's absolutely batshit fucking crazy. You know he was legitimately on drugs when he was in the ring. Uh, a big fan of Balls Mahoney for the exact same reasons. Um, frankly, all of my favorite wrestlers are usually because they're crazy and they're on drugs. Uh, right now, I'm very into the New York City indie scene. Some of the guys that I love now are uh, people like Sonny Kiss, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Um, I just saw Eric Jaden wrestle at uh, the Elks Lodge in BCW, and he is one of my favorites. All-time favorite wrestler, though, i got to say Sabu. All time, wow, nice, good choice, solid pick. I saw him at the Elk Lodge a couple weeks, uh, months ago. Yeah, he could barely walk, right? Barely walk, and then the b- bell rang, like nothing happened. Oh, he wrestled Joey Janela, didn't he, at that show? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was uh, I saw him to a house of. Well, he had his hot manager, like just the his genie, genie, yeah, uh, Melissa Coates. She uh, she wrestled somewhere years ago, and then she, I think she was like a stunt woman or a bodybuilder or some shit like She's that. A stunt woman, I think I some yeah. Yeah, I think now she just lives at Sabu's house. I don't blame him. She tries. She, I know she sells his shit on Twitter all the time because I get the notifications. Oh. <laughs> it's all like here's Sabu's old Ace Bandage rip tape, sixty dollars. Uh, you have how many of those do you have? I have four. <laughs> I'm not made of money, Mike. I, I don't blame him. None of us are. But if you were, you have a lot more. Mm. At least five. <laughs> so, Andy, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am obviously a wrestling super fan, mainly. I, you know, you and I both know that translates to nerd. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, Chick Magnet. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Jesus fucking Christ. As I mentioned before, I am the co-host of the Ring Rats Pro Wrestling Gossip Show podcast. We are a podcast dedicated to filth, sex, drugs, and by the way, wrestling. Uh, we have some of the top uh, New York City area independent wrestlers as well as wrestlers from uh, around the country that we just happen to find fascinating. People like Congo Kong, Carrie Awful, Damian Darling, who was on just to talk about sleeping with Sonny. Oh, and nice. uh, as I mentioned, some of our favorite uh, New York City wrestlers like uh, the Fella Twins, Sean Donovan, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, Sonny Kiss. Uh, 
I think coming up next week, we have Beefcake Charlie as part of our first ever sex issue. Ooh. We also have DJ Summers out of Chicago, and uh, we're working on getting certified sexy Eric Jaden. Oh, okay. That's a lot. How many shows have you guys done? Uh, we are on the cusp of our 40th show. That means we are hitting our sexual prime, both in age-wise and show-wise. So you guys are babies. Yes, we are. Okay. Little, little babies. So you co-host your podcast with whom? With my friend, partner, producer. Uh, some people even say we're in a romantic relationship. I would just leave that up in the air. Nothing wrong uh, with that. Danzo Hubie, uh, you know, he cannot be here tonight. He has his own romantic entanglements that are kind of... Uh, he's about neck deep in it, to tell you the truth. Nice. Yeah. Neck deep, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, we got snowed in with one of them this week. <laughs> it, was, it was a long week. So, you host your own podcast, yet you applied to be a co-host of this show. What's up? Yeah, okay, Michael. I, you know, I wanted to keep this positive. Uh, um, okay. You know, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been listening to the show. I've been uh, downloading a shot of wrestling. I knew that there was a co-host search. I, uh, I just happened to listen to the episode a few weeks ago where you had Mr. Moneybanks. Mr. Moneybanks, yes, Carlos. And as for, as from what I understand, Mr. Moneybanks is the current leader. Yes. Now. I don't have anything against Mr. Moneybanks as a person. However, you shot of wrestling listeners, you guys are full of fucking shit. Okay, fuck Mr. Moneybanks, okay? You guys need the ring rats. Let me talk let me talk directly to Mr. Moneybanks here for a second. Okay. How much money do you need to have to be Mr. Moneybanks? That's a good question. Because, uh, you know, there is a very well-known uh, professional wrestler on the Northeast scene, the abominable CPA. Uh, we did a live show with CPA uh, about a month ago. CPA personally went over my taxes. CPA oh, nice. knows my social security. <laughs> uh, CPA knows my uh, date of birth, my, my home phone number. I've given him a DNA sample. That is a different story. CPA can back up the bank account information. And also, this is Shot of Wrestling Podcast. Yes. Obviously, it is uh, well known that we do shots before the podcast. We might be drinking before the podcast. Might be, yeah. I can out Money Banks, Mr. Money Banks. Ooh. I can out shot Mr. Money Banks. Challenge. I, I am, yes, this is in fact a challenge to Mr. Money Banks. Wow. You have got a new dog in the fight. And I, frankly, I don't think you have what it takes, Mr. Money Banks. Well, the challenge has been laid down. Mr. Money Banks, do you accept? We get you both in studio. Oh, wait. Mr. Moneybanks just came in the door. Oh, did he? No, I don't accept. <laughs> oh, wow. No. I didn't see him, but I hear him. Andy, the ring rats are way better. Don't worry about that shit, man. I'm sorry. I, I take my name out of, out of contention. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That's unexpected. Uh, bye, Carlos. Yeah, later, Moneybanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a new number one contender right now. <laughs> there you have it. A new number one contender, Andy Lee from the Ring Rats. Sorry, Mr. Moneybanks. It was good to know you. Please do not let the door hit you on the way out. Would your Would your partner be upset that you left him for join us? Nobody said anything about leaving anybody. Oh, so you can do both of them. Oh, yeah. I have a oh. lot of time. Uh, <laughs> okay. My girlfriend may be listening to the show. Was probably upset that I said that. Uh, I will certainly make it up to you later. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, moving on quickly, <clears throat> we all know that you're a big indie guy, and I'm trying to get in my toes wet into the indie scene, but indie fans go crazy for moments that the current WWE PG era cannot televise. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
I heard how organizations like CCW got their name, pretty much. Right? The, this graphic, violent, awesome stuff. See, absolutely ultra-violent, deathmatch kind of stuff, sex, violence. What is the uh, craziest moment you were ever in attendance for? Oh, that is a fantastic question. Thank and you. Thank I you know so immediately what it was. Um, okay. This was probably somewhere between 2004, 2006 in the historic ECW arena at the corner of Swanson and Rittner Street in South Philadelphia. Who needs Google Maps? We got you. (laughs) It's not on Google Maps because it's a shitty little service (laughs) road. Um, This was during, um, if you remember from the old CCW, uh, the very short-lived shitty... uh, uh, Ian Rotten's IWA Mid-South, which is still around, um, had a feud with CZW, and uh, it was owner, uh, company owner versus company owner, and there was a match with John Zandig, who owned CZW, versus Ian Rotten, who owned IWA Mid-South. And he, Ian Rotten, with the help of a some sort of tattoo artist, pierced John Zandig's back with two meat hooks and then suspended him by the back with meat hooks from the roof of the iconic ECW arena in South Philadelphia and I frankly was disgusted. Yeah, I would be too. I've had blood on me from such famous wrestlers as Spider Nate Webb, uh, the wife beater. Oh, Spider Webb. I, like, I get that. Nice. <laughs> He's lanky like a little spider. Uh, and the great John Zanding at the Tournament of Death. I've seen disgusting things involving light tubes, uh, thumbtacks, barbed wire, all that kind of shit. Nice. But the, uh, yeah, absolutely. The. Uh, the meat hook hanging from the ceiling was certainly one of the most disgusting things as we are watching a vintage Marcus Alexander Bagwell match in the background who was anything but disgusting, if you ask me. He's kind of buff. <laughs> and he's kind of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had the uh, Cruiserweight Classic over the summer Absolutely. on the, the WWE Network. We had the European Championship Tournament yes. a couple months ago. They're in the works of making a women's tournament exclusively for the network. Long overdue. So it seems like the door is pretty much breaking down for a lot more of these indie talents to make their name in the WWE. I've been I've been very, very pleased over the last few years to see that happening. It sort of started very slowly with people like CM Punk and Brian, uh, Brian Danielson and then Witch. Just crazy. You know, you have guys like Seth Rollins, who was the old Tyler Black. And now you have people like Samoa Joe, who... Jesus Christ, I watched him wrestle, and I'm sure we'll get into this in um, on WWE this week. And I can I, the first thought I had, the first thought in my head was, God damn it, they should have had him 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. He was a fucking killer. Well, with that being said, what current indie talents do you think are now ready for the WWE? Ah. Uh, you know, I hate to say this because he's personally attacked the ring rats at every turn. He is called as fat, lazy, bald virgins. He's right on all of those accounts. You know that ball. Uh, there is, I have to tell you, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein is for sure ready for TV. Uh, I would say um, I would love to see the fellow twins on TV. I think give them another year tops. I would love to see Sonny Kiss. Um, I'd like to see, um, there's a tag team, uh, that I think has a shit ton of potential called the Amazing Graysons. Uh, they trained a lot in, um, 
ECPW school. They've been doing shots for Pro Wrestling Magic, Brie Combination, uh, Warriors of Wrestling. I think Root Boy Riley uh, could really make it. I think uh, his old partner, Logan Black, had a shot. Uh, I think there's a ton of great, fantastic talent in the New York area. Oh, okay. So keep your eye out then, I guess. Pretty much. Huh? Absolutely. Um, well, we're in the cusp of WrestleMania. A couple of weeks away now. Sure. Fans from all over the world are, however, starting to plan their SummerSlam. Is that Perhaps. a thing they do? So I, I know that, that fans have gone uh, from around the country to, to wherever the WrestleMania location is. Yes. But I didn't know that SummerSlam was the pilgrimage, if you will, that WrestleMania has become. It's SummerSlam. Uh, it's WrestleMania light. Ah. Yeah. It's WrestleMania during the summer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when you have better shit to do. <laughs> yes. Well, as a Brooklyn native, as you are, Williamsburg, you said? Uh, Bushwick. Bushwick. Okay. Uh, do you want to give our listeners some hot spots or some like best pizza, best bars? Like, what's the best place to go oh, in Brooklyn? Oh, the best place in the entire Be the shot of wrestling Yelp. Give you a Brooklyn is by far Bed Stuy's own, the tip top bar. By far the best place to go in Brooklyn. I've been going there since I was uh, just a young man myself. Um, uh, if, if you're aware, uh, the, the famous uh, soul singer Charles Bradley got his start there. Um, besides the tip top, I mean, the, the tip top is so good. <laughs> I, mean, you, uh, I would say the worst bar I've ever been to is a place uh, in Crown Heights called Butter and Scotch. I got a little sick when I ate there. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I would give a recommend and then a not recommend. Okay. Drink there, but don't eat there. Yeah, yeah. Well, something, something about that made me a little queasy. Hmm. Uh, well, I think you sort of answered the question, but. Um, what are your final thoughts? What do you want the fans to know about you and before we move on to the show? Well, I'd uh, like to thank uh, you and the A Shot of Wrestling podcast for having me on. I'd also like to thank you for some of the liquor that I've consumed. I'd like to thank you in advance for some of the liquor that I'm going to consume. Oh, no problem. No problem. And I'd also encourage all your listeners to check out the Ring Rats Pro Wrestling Gossip Show podcast. You don't promote yourself here. Uh, that is not true. That is Ring Rats with a Z podcast. Ring the- Rats with a Z. You emailed us to apply for this show. Correct. My assistant was dealing with you. You weren't talking to me. You were talking to my assistant. Of course. You got to go through several layers yes. before you get to the man. And he was t- talking to me about it and telling me about your podcast. And then he tells me merely a day or two ago. Oh, remember everything I told you about the Ring Rats? It's, it's not true because it's Ring Rats. But I was looking at ring rats with an S. Ah, those Indian guys. These guys are ring rats with a Z. Yes. And they are now well, awesome. I'm like, oh, okay. The ring rats S, those pieces of shit from <laughs> India. They did about 10 fucking podcasts. Their show was horrible. I listened to it. And then they quit. How do they sound? Horrible. Like, can you do the accent? The ring rats. That's great. I closed my eyes. I closed there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took me a second to get to it. So they were fucking shitty. We went with a Z because, frankly, I think a Z is cooler anyway. Yeah, okay. That's the hard And boys. so now, uh, yeah, that's where we got Hardy it from, boys. clearly. Yeah. And so now we have a bunch of shit to promote, you know, with uh, with all the social media stuff and everything like that. And so my partner says the ring rats, and I chime in with the Z. With a Z. Correct. All right. Well, uh. I think you fans have all you need to know, and then some. 
<laughs> oh, I got more. About Andy Lee from the Ring Rats podcast. Ring Rats what? What's the, what? the Ring Rats Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Gossip Show podcast. We have uh, stickers coming out, so hit us up. They're all for free. My partner said he's including drugs in the package. So not only do you get a free sticker, he might roll you a joint. I might roll you a... Uh, I might write you a poem uh we have a stock house of old dick pictures drawn drawn by the fella twins rick Cotoldo. so we'll put in a whole sort of uh, did he drill them from memory or did he lay it out and, and traced it he uh actually did both okay um all while on the air and what kind of drug are you talking about i could use some like viagra's maybe i mean that's all that's i mean just i mean just for experiment Any- experimental <laughs> reasons no i don't need them any actually pills we had, we crushed up a long time ago and snorted them. Okay, fair enough. Well, I guess it's uh, enough chit chat. Time to get into some business. Let's get into the news this week. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty. <laughs> All right, here we go. Get some news this oh, week. Good theme. Thanks. Wrote it myself. As we usually do. We alternate topics back and forth. However, Andy Lee from the Ring Rats Classic Gossip Podcast. <laughs> Pro Wrestling Gossip yeah, Show close. Podcast. Remember, that is with a Z. Has opted to not hear the news ahead of time, no. but give us his raw opinion. Ring Rats like it raw. At his two cents. So let's dive right into the breaking scandalous news of the day. Paige has apparently been the victim of a widespread online attack hack targeting her high profile celebrities amongst other people explicit photos of her have surfaced online and by explicit i know you know what i know you know what i know i mean uh the photos are believed to be from the sex tape she made with her boyfriend then boyfriend raw general manager brad maddox so ma it's not me it's not me in that tape she's a girl i told you about but it's not me in that tape please don't text me Listen, I can confirm that I have, in fact, seen the video today, uh, and I have seen, um, not in person, but I have seen Brad Maddox on TV. I have seen Michael Putty in person, yes. and I am going on the record to confirm, in fact, it was Michael Putty. That oh, is shit. not Brad Maddox. <laughs> beard, I would right? recognize those thighs anywhere, <laughs> frankly. Uh, I saw the tape. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say I saw the tape. I did, in fact, see it in my office today. That might be an ethical violation. Um, was that on your phone? Correct. That's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't on the work network. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> it would do something like that. Uh, from uh, what I, I, under- don't, I don't know. <laughs> this is not the first time that this has happened to Paige. I only know because my social media uh, informants informed me earlier today that mm-hmm. while she was in WWE Developmental, uh, a series of nudes leaked uh, with her wearing the women's title for NXT. Yes. And also a uh, a nude video of her using a neon vibrator also surfaced around that time. Those are part of this same. Yeah. Oh, it's the same. It's it's just been a just <laughs> an overload today. Just huh? uh, I think it was a couple of new pictures and our sex. I mean, the sex tape with Brad Maddox leaked. You know, obviously, I'm not going to go on the air on your uh, show that I know has a phenomenal reputation and say I endorse celebrity nude leakings. That would be wrong. That would be wrong. Uh, that would be unethical. Uh, but I will say, if you want to see them, see them now because I'm sure they'll be gone in a couple of days. 
Amongst other celebrities hacked were Emma Watson and uh, Amanda Seyfried. Know who they are? I know who Emma Watson is, I think. Amanda Seyfried was from Mean Girls, the blonde. Did he blonde from Mean Girls? Hmm. That's a no. Of course, yes. (laughs) Um, There are apparently a dozen other celebrities involved, so I guess we'll find those out. I'm sure. However, one would think, you know, I, I, you know, I am not one to ever say do not send naked pictures. Uh, I have both sent and received them in my life. You asked me when you applied for the uh, show. Weird. Well, actually, uh, yeah, it was just it's sort of like a headshot, uh, <laughs> but rather than a headshot, we include dick pics. It's just our thing. So it's a headshot. Yeah, there was two. Actually, there was one of me and one of my partner Danzo. Uh, you replied to me. I'm not sure why not. Why you didn't contact Dan? But uh, you know, he, he's doing fine himself. Actually. <laughs> You know, I've seen what he's working with, and he's he's doing well. Well, like I said, mother, it's not me in that pocket. <laughs> a lot of men have beards. A lot of men have dark hair. Uh, Mrs. Putty, I believe it might be your son. I'm sorry. Um, we are taking the moral high ground. We will not be posting any of those photos or videos or any links related to them on any of our social medias to protect quote-unquote Brad Maddox. Now, however, if you do want to see the photos, go to Ring Rats. With a Z. <laughs> Podcast.com. In other news, we are almost at WrestleMania 33. Yes. It's about two weeks away. Uh, oh, yeah, right about that. However, WWE is already looking to the future and have next year's main event booked. Now, do they have the location booked? Yeah, New Orleans. New Orleans at the Superdome. Superdome. Oh, God. So we're going to see a second disaster at the Superdome. Yeah. Yes. So uh, this is news to me. As you mentioned, I have I, I, I don't know what the news is this week. So uh, lay it on me. What is the proposed main event? What would you want to see? Oh, my God. So I, I guarantee you it's not the answer. I am going to say I'd like to see a death match between low-life Louis Ramos and Joey Janela. Both men not on the roster. Okay. <laughs> it's being reported the company has already locked Brock. Lesnar versus Roman Reigns as the main event. Jesus fucking Christ, Michael. You could not. I'd like to see Brock Lesnar wrestle, for sure. But. Roman. The idea is to have Roman's Roman Reigns go over Lesnar to not only crown him as the new champion, but also the company's top babyface. I think we're going to throw up, man. It's something they feel they need to do since Cena's, you know, moving on towards Hollywood. I, you know, I, I've i been following WWE pretty closely via the internet for the last several years. I've been watching a lot of the shows, but I'm very aware of the, the force feeding of Roman Reigns that's been occurring. Yes. He's been rejected, um, Really, 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 really harshly by the fans. Why? He's not that bad in the ring. The more you push somebody, the less they want him. Yeah, but he's still not that bad, though. He still delivers. There's still people that are better. Mm. You know, if you want to talk about not being bad in the ring, you can talk about a lot of people in the WWE roster. You can talk about Seth Rollins. You can talk about Daniel Bryan. Uh, Time out. Let him. Time out. Time out. Who's this fat fuck in the ring? This is PN News. We are watching a. Class of Champions from 92-ish. PN News was a fat, sloppy piece of shit (laughs) rapper that, uh, (laughs) for some reason, Bill Watts thought it would be funny to put on WWE TV. He is actually wearing a red ball cap. It looks like a combination between the 
Donald Trump yes. make America great again and the old Golden Corral logo. Well done. It happens to be the San Diego Chiefs who knew about that. He is facing a young Diamond Dallas Page. Who knew you can start off wrestling PN News and end up in the WWE Hall of Fame? The one thing that is clear amongst this story is that Vince McMahon is pretty set on making Roman Reigns that guy. That is. To replace John Cena. That is truly terrible. Uh, there is, um, you know, I, I know that this is this is the thing where what, what they call smart mark wrestling yes. fans, they call, you know, wrestling fans that are active on the internet. It's a thing where you hate Roman Reigns. Some fans hate Roman Reigns just because he's not that cool. Well, it's a cool thing to hate Roman Reigns, too. Yeah. Like John Cena. He, well, it's a cool thing to hate John Cena. Because they're not that cool. Exactly. John Cena's the best. Um, side note here. As Lesnar approaches the final leg of his three-year deal to company, it is expected that he will work more live events. Well, if I was Lesnar, I would do that uh, because they're dumping a shit ton of money at him. However, it is very well known that uh, Brock Lesnar does not like to travel. Yes. Uh, he does not like to be around other human beings. Uh, he likes to stay in his though. secluded, farmish animal. Montana, I think it was, right? Uh, he has one in Montana, and that got too cosmopolitan for <laughs> him. So he went to northern Canada, I believe, to get even a more yeah. miserable life. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know about you, Michael. I think he wants a seclusion because, as we all know, he's he's married to Sable. Here we go. I think he beats her. Oh, yeah? That's not where I was going with that. I'm, okay. I'm for sure he beats her. Wow. What makes you think that? Uh, well, he's got explosive temper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sable has a uh, long history of sleeping with his colleagues. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I, I think he, you know, and also Lesnar's a big drinker. A lot of people don't oh, know that. I do not know that. good shape. So I think, you know, he gets like a little four bit kids, though? Like three kids, right? Yeah. How many people have kids beat their wives? Yeah, that's touche. A lot? Yeah. <laughs> So this is, uh, yeah, this is breaking news for a shot of wrestling podcast. We are going to go on record and say Brock Lesnar beats his wife, and I, for one, can We aren't. (laughs) We aren't. Ring rats with a ZR. (laughs) In other news, a story we here have been following very closely for you, the fans. Have answers. Uh, during the during Raw, it was announced the Big Show will participate in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which pretty much indicates that the Shaquille O'Neal versus Big Show match is not going to happen. Which I know you're pretty sad about as you take your drink and wipe your tear from your eye. You know, I got to tell you something. I am a little upset about it for a couple reasons. Uh, the first one being is that the big show in the last year or two has gotten himself into killer shape. For this match, uh, by the way. Yeah, big show. Uh, I, I found out recently from the uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard podcast that big show also not ours. had to have liposuction a couple Ooh, times before he entered WWE because okay. he was such a fat piece of shit. Yes. And uh, we covered this on the Ring Rats last week uh, that Z. Big Show with a Z mind you Big Show had called out uh, Shaq because he knew Shaq was ducking him yes. and Big Show essentially called Shaq a fat lazy piece of shit That's right. we put it here in a shot of wrestling you're listening. yeah absolutely I what? heard uh, and uh, so so the Big Show a former fat piece of shit is calling out a current fat piece of shit did uh, Shaq step up his game did Shaq get abs did Shaq get in the best shape of his life 
No, Shaq decided just not to do it. Yeah. That's a goddamn shame. Uh, I think Big Show would do great in the Entree Battle Royal. I, for one, am a Big Show fan for the first time in my life. Me too. For the last 15 years, I haven't given a shit about the Big no, Show. But no now at, what, 45, he has abs and he's jacked and he's a monster. Well, I, I watched the ESPYs and I saw them on the red carpet and I saw the story following it. They made this match on the SP red carpet. Oh, for sure. The Big Show busted his ass... To get in shape for this match, his last WrestleMania match, more than likely. Is that true? It's he says it's probably gonna be his last match. I, I, I yeah. And then Shaq pulls out. However, a possible reason was given finally that why Shaq did not go through with it. It was the money that he was offered. He felt it wasn't worth his time or trouble. I think that's bullshit. I am going to go on record uh, where I am stating that the Big Show was, in fact, correct. Shaq is a fat, lazy piece of shit. I don't blame you. I'm Shaq. Shaq. That's a great Shaq impersonation. Oh, right? uh, yeah. yeah. He, remember when he had that uh, that hip-hop album in the early 90s? Yeah. I'm tremendous. Yes. Uh, and Shazam. I'm Shazam. I'm, I'm, I'm tremendous. Shazam. Yeah, Shazam. 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 The only Shazam I give a shit about is Kenny Bangle. Wow, okay, nice reference. In other news, Rusev underwent sold oh, I hate this tongue twister. Shoulder surgery. Got it. Shoulder surgery. Soldier, shoulder surgery on March 9th this past week. Uh, he is scheduled to be out of action for around two months, which means he will miss WrestleMania. This what it explains why. I was curious why that the team of Ginger Mahal and him broke up so quickly. But I like those two together. I like those two together. I like Ginger Mahal. Uh, you know, I saw my first ever Ginger Mahal match this week. I thought he was pretty Ginger, good. Not Ginger. Ginger. Ginger, excuse yeah. me. Yes. Uh, he's not bad. I like Ginger Mahal. He's not bad. Give him a chance. He's not bad. I got to say, Rusev being hurt doesn't affect my life at all. It does, though. Because Rusev's absence may lead to more in-ring time for Lana. Oh, that can't be good. Yeah. <laughs> she has <laughs> that been... can't re- be good. She's reported a lot more time at the Performance Center last week, so... Rumored that she'll be more involved in the in ring while her husband's out of action. You don't see Lana in ring? You know, not. You see, you saw her outfit at WrestleMania 33. I didn't actually. Oh, I'll show you that during the break. You know, not. You'll change your tune. Not every woman uh, that is employed by the WWE should be a wrestler. No, Case in point, Tori Wilson. Oh, okay. Not where I was going. Okay. Um, you know, several case in points. Um, Lana does a great job as a manager to Rusev. Should yeah, she be in the ring? You don't know that. You haven't seen her, though. I have not, no. So you're jumping to conclusions. You know what? I'm willing to bet you money. Same people said about Trish Stratus. She was, she was a hot piece of ass and could not do a shit in the ring. Took her a while, but she got there. Trish Stratus is certainly, in my opinion, an exception to the rule. Is Dennis Rodman? Uh, I wish it was. Jesse, that Jesse is, in fact, Jesse the wow. Body Ventura. They look shockingly similar. Yeah, from far. From afar. Um, you want to finish your sentence or you want to move on to the next news? Because you were talking about something. I don't remember. I got distracted by Dennis Rodman. Good. Not every, uh, not everyone is, not every model that they put on TV is Trish Stratish. I, you know who Charlie Caruso is? Say it again. Charlie Caruso. And you know who she is? No. She's the backstage correspondent for SmackDown? No, no. Smoking hot. I saw her on Bumble, the dating app. Mm-hmm. Swipe right. We didn't match. Mm, Isn't sucks. Bumble the one where the ladies have to contact yes. you? Oh, so when you swipe right, you show that you're interested. Yes, and then they swipe right on you. They match. 
Oh, I see. But she never swiped right from the socks. Frankly, it's her loss because oh, I am sitting directly you? across from a fairly handsome man. I saw him earlier today in a page sex video. I'm seeing him today oh, in his home. It wasn't me. It was him. It wasn't me. It was certainly him. We're in the studio. We're not in my home. Oh, excuse me. It's, just, it's a very lived-in studio. Too many drinks downstairs, huh? Oh. Um. Anyway, another news. I'm tossed around. Uh, as we reported, I'm sorry, as I reported a few weeks ago, Jack Swagger requested his release from the WWE referring to the move as a quote-unquote business decision. Well, my friends, this week WWE made it official this week on their website posting WWE has come to terms with the release of Jack Swagger as of today, March 13th. We wish Swagger the best in all his future endeavors. You going to miss Swagger? You know, I like Jack Swagger. I kind of like, I like him Jeff too. Swaggers. I I like Jeff Swagger. Um, I was really happy uh, a few years ago when the WWE brought back Dirty Dutch Mantel, one of my favorite wrestlers of all current, time. Current head of TNA Creative. Yes, Tennessee wrestling legend, Puerto Rico re- uh, wrestling legend. They paired him as his mouthpiece, as uh, Zeb, Zeb Coulter. Zeb Col- perfect combo. Uh, fantastic combo. Uh, I think they pushed early in his career. I think he got pushed way too early to be a champ. I think that turned oh, yeah. a lot of people off. What I'm hoping for Jack Swagger is he can do some sort of Cody Rhodes-like routine where exactly Cody Rhodes has and Cody Rhodes' career has taken off dramatically what since he's left the uh, WWE. So I'm going to say that too, but what I've noticed is people will get released by the WWE. Maybe you're, you're an indie guy, so maybe you know more than I do. Tend not to go anywhere. People who ask for their release tend to go somewhere. Oh, you're completely right. Okay. You're completely oh, right. Oh, check me out. Um, like, like I said, Cody Rhodes has done phenomenal. People get released because you're not of value to the company, at least in their perception. In their anymore. perspective, yeah. Uh, people who ask for their release are unhappy with their circumstances. And have the uh, balls to realize, I'm not going to get anything better, but at least I'll be doing something. Just using the Cody Rhodes example, Cody Rhodes is somebody, like you said, who has balls. Cody Rhodes is somebody who knows his hot value. Hot. Cody Rhodes is somebody who's smart. He can put on a great match. He goes around the world. He goes to New Japan. Mm. He goes to Ring of Honor. He goes to Evolve. And back uh, TNA. Absolutely. I, I think if Jack, Jack Swagger, I don't know. Is he as good as Cody Rhodes? I don't know. No one knows. He's never really given that opportunity. Now, athletically. Uh, athletically, he is. Athletically, Jack Swagger's amazing. However, I don't know I'm, I don't know if I'm dropping a bombshell on you guys or anything, but, but wrestling's actually fake. So it's more about, like, what? you know, can can Jack Swagger it's get not, the, You're an asshole. <laughs> I know I Wrestling am. Wrestling is not fake. It's choreographed. It is, in fact, choreographed. <laughs> yes. Can Jack Swagger choreograph a role in wrestling like Cody Rhodes has? I don't know. I'm, fr- I'm a little pessimistic. Also, when people get released via them or being asked, they also tend to embody a character similar to what they were in WWE. Yeah. Can the Jack Swagger character carry over to the indies? Mm. I don't know. Maybe nowadays you can with the all immigration nonsense, but then you have to be a heel. I don't know. Although, you know, I, I have another perspective. Could Jack Swagger go and have a full-time gig with New Japan just being a legit badass wrestler? Mm. Absolutely. I hope so. I like Jack Swagger. Could he do could he do regular six week tours in New Japan, make a good living for himself, have a career as like the shooter Jack Swagger? Mm. Sure. Definitely could. I hope so. Jack Swagger is cool. I've always been a fan of Jack Swagger. 
uh, in other news. Triple H announced this week that NXT will be heading back to the Download Fest in the United Kingdom. Back what in, is that? I don't know. Some event in England. You know they do. It's all backwards over there. It's in June. I don't June, know shit about England. June 5th to the 11th, for those of you who want to go. Missing from the posters, however, is Cheesecake Nakamura. Which many suggest that following WrestleMania, he'll be headed over to the main roster. Two cents? I am a huge Shinsuke Nakamura fan. Uh, I've, I saw him wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I've, I've seen him wrestle a few other times. I haven't seen any of his NXT matches. I haven't seen any of his WWE work. But positioned the right way, which I don't know if WWE can do it or not. Um, their track record with Japanese wrestlers isn't phenomenal. Um, but Shinsuke Nakamura has all the tools it takes to be a huge star. Do you follow Raw and SmackDown closely? No. Okay. So I guess you can't answer. Where do you want to see him end up? End up. Oh, uh, you know, I I kind of want to see him end up back in New Japan, to tell you the truth. Yeah, so do I. However, a report from our friends over at the Wrestling Observer Newsletter recently noted that Vince McMahon is high on Nakamura and wants to see him debut on the Raw roster as he feels there is where you establish stars and if things don't work out, he can always be moved over to SmackDown Live. I think he's right. I, However, I think it's a great idea. Triple H, on the other hand, feels the exact opposite and wants him to debut on the SmackDown roster where opportunity is at hand. So the first time they did the brand split, you know, a few years after the invasion and things like yeah, that, that too, too. Um, they had Raw was the sort of marquee big name brand yes, it was the and show. SmackDown was the work rate brand. Yeah, it was the more in-ring talent. The thing about Shinsuke Nakamura is he could be a big star in the marquee, or he also could be a work-rate guy. So I think he would actually be successful on either brand. He probably will be, but SmackDown, as the current day, is SmackDown is more of the quote-unquote land of opportunity where they give people who wouldn't be would be buried in Raw an opportunity. And so if he's on Raw, Raw's for three hours, he'll get lost in the shuffle. Put him on SmackDown, he'll be something. I, I I I think he's so good. Even if he's get even if he's dealt a pretty shitty hand, I think he could still have a good. Uh, I think he could still have a good run. We'll find out in three weeks. Yeah, we sure will. Now the news: Kane has been absent from TV, as you have been crying over the last couple months. <laughs> I've been losing a ton of sleep over Kane not being on TV. I'd be honest with. But you. he has requested that time off. He asked for the time off to run for Knox County mayoral seat in 2018 and to work on his insurance agent business with his wife, the Jacobs Agency. For those of you who are wondering, his business offers auto, home, motorcycle, RV, boat, and life insurance. I doubt he'll win. Because he, he was rumored was to run for the Tennessee Senate seat. Now he's the mayoral seat. We'll see. You know, I have some inside information Ooh. on Knox County, actually. My okay. sister used to live in Knoxville, and oh, I spent a hot? great deal. Uh, yeah, she's, she's pretty good looking. Single? No, oh, not no. right now, but okay. like it's, it's flexible. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, the situation is malleable. Uh, gotcha. So I think there's a lot of factors we need to, to talk about here, and I didn't even know this was a news story. Uh, I do know, starting off, that Glenn Jacobs Kane is a staunch libertarian. And staunch. When yeah. I say staunch, I mean crazy. 
Oh, uh, yes. He's like one of those people that you know wants to get rid of the uh, EPA mm-hmm. and things like that. And now down in uh, down in Knoxville, around Sevierville in Knox County, uh, those people are fucking crazy. Those hicks do not know what's good for them, and they no. want to just destroy the whole government. Yes. And as we know, Kane has a long history of just setting shit on fire. Uh, they are going to elect. Kane to the Knoxville mayor. He's going to just set the whole fucking city on fire. Well He's done. going to fuck the Undertaker's well mom, whatever he did <laughs> back then. I think Katie Vick is going to be involved. Katie Vick, yes, all right. Uh, Kane, I think it, it's in, in the post-Donald Trump era, Kane is your perfect deep south small city mayor. The whole fucking world's going to go up in flames, and Kane is lighting the match. Well done. Thank you. That was really well done. I host the for podcast. Not, for not knowing what to do. That, okay. Not knowing what's coming at you. I mean, that was well done. We don't like to play in shit around here. In other news, Shawn Michaels revealed in an interview with Eric Bischoff on his latest podcast that he regularly attends the Performance Center to work with new talent. He says, and I quote, yeah, I've been going down there on a fairly regular basis. It's something that's going forward. I like to continue to do. I think we are sort of getting close to that finalization stage where I can say, yes, I am a regular at the Performance Center. I guess that's a long answer, but for the most part, yes, I'm down there pretty regular. Um, I don't know if you know the rumor was he was hired as a coach a couple months ago. Yeah, I know, I know that he's been doing kind of, I guess the best word for it would be like some consulting, consulting work Consulting, yeah, because he did not want to relocate his family, so he, Absolutely. he rejected that job. He's in Texas, I believe, right? San, yeah, San Antonio. Uh, well, so, but it appears like he's going to... You know, uh, the, the Performance Center is Triple H's uh, pet project. And as kingdom, we know, you, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels and Triple H are behind the scenes, very good friends. Everyone knows that. Everybody. And uh, on top of that, frankly, Shawn Michaels is one of the best wrestlers of our lifetimes. Why would yeah. you not hire that guy as a coach? I have no clue. I mean, just I, I would imagine his salary's got to be pretty high because I, I know he doesn't want a full-time job in wrestling anymore. No, but the rumor, they offered him good money, good job, but he did not want to relocate his family. Now it looks like Maybe the school year's done. Maybe he's ready to... Uh... But the thing about offering Shawn Michaels good money is, does he need the money? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. you're going to... It's not a thing where you just say, here's an add another couple zeros and he's going to go. It's, Which it's, means he has the passion Shawn Michaels this. works when he wants to work. Hell yeah. And I think... Fra- some bitch. I know he had the uh, TWA, Texas Wrestling Association, mm-hmm. years ago when he yeah. uh, lost a smile. He trained yes. people like uh, Brian Kendrick, mm-hmm. Paul London, um, Brian Cade. Danielson, Rest Lance Cade. God, believe it or not, he died of pills. Uh, did he? Yes, he did. Did he die in an airplane? Pills. Did he die in an airplane, though? Did he have an episode on an airplane? Was that him? Maybe he did a bunch of pills and went on an airplane. Yeah, I remember on an airplane. Yeah. I believe he died in bed uh, after With a taking woman? a bunch of somas. I don't know if you could wrap your head around that or not. Okay, no, it's not something that happens often in wrestling. No, <laughs> but well, yeah, I, I know Shawn Michaels likes training. Uh, I think the best thing. If I were the WWE, I would have a sort of next feeder territory in San Antonio, put Jose Lothario in charge of it, put Mondo Guerrero in charge of it, and put Shawn Michaels in charge of it, and you will have a great, great little feeder. You know, Booker T does his own thing in uh, Houston. Reality wrestling. Yeah, give Shawn Michaels his own little thing in San Antonio. Yeah, I I believe uh, Bruce Prichard was booking for that. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, Well... 
Good for those guys in NXT that NXT who better learn from than the Heartbreak Kid. Oh my God, Shawn Michaels be the best teacher for sure. They had Billy Gunn down there for a while. He um, he yeah he, uh, right. he did some steroids even though he wasn't wrestling. Got fired. They have the Road Dog doing their interviews. You pretty much have just DX. Yeah, I honestly, I mean, you know, Sean uh, Sean Waltman is a good teacher for those guys too. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not around yet. Uh, he's not involved yet. I'm surprised too. He's Sean, Sean Waltman still has a pretty um, prolific indie career. So he's, I heard he's booked regularly, and uh, I saw him with uh, Chikara, which uh, he did the one two three kid uh, one two three kid gimmick last oh, year with uh, Chikara, and phenomenal. He did really well. Sean uh, Sean Waltman at what forty something something yeah can go. For sure. It's always been uh, our friends talk about this. We've gone to several Hall of Fame ceremonies. We've watched several Hall of Fame ceremonies. And it's always Shawn Michaels, Triple H. You have Kevin Nash. You always get the click for the Hall of Fame. Yes. And then it's like one of those things we watched as a kid in Sesame Street. One of these things just does not belong. It's always been X-Pac. He doesn't, doesn't seem to fit in that. I gotta say, I True. respectfully disagree. Uh, from his early days in Global to wrestling Jerry Lynn to his days in the early '90s as the One Two Three Kid, where he had the uh, baby diaper and the bottle against Ray's Ramon, <laughs> to be in his mouth when he would jump from DX to uh, NWO. Shawn Michaels has, I'm sorry, Shawn Waltman, excuse me, has had a close to 30 year career and been on TV almost the whole time, whether WCW, WWE, Triple uh, A. Uh, I gotta say, Shawn Waltman is a hell of a wrestler. I'm an X Pac fan. Do you know that he did a Bronco Buster in Chikara and no. ripped his asshole about two years ago? I did hear that, yes. Kept wrestling. I did hear that, yeah. Kept fucking going. That is a Hall of Fame wrestler. I have not yet had my asshole ripped. Yet. Yet. Mm-hmm. But I get that's this. Fuck that, man. I wouldn't keep going after that. He did another 10, 15 minutes after that. Yeah, that's weird. Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who inducts him? Razor Ramon? Razor would be good for sure. Jerry Lynn? Okay. Uh, another news. On the second episode of Dinner with the King podcast, also by Jerry the King Lawler and Glenn Moore, the King states that he feels he will never wrestle in WWE again, again as they will never clear him. No surprise there. No, 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 no. First off, I didn't know Jerry the uh, King Lawler had a podcast. Uh, I you probably just started. He, he's kind of... You know, Jerry Lawler kind of stays on script. I'm a big fan of Jerry Lawler. He is the king of Memphis. I'm a huge Memphis fan, a huge Memphis wrestling fan, and also the city of Memphis. I could do never in Memphis. How was it? Uh, it's a, it's fantastic. The public transportation is non-existent. I could do without the racism. Okay. Uh, From you, white guy. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to be to be a a white guy from New York to be around Southern mm. racism. Okay, it, it's shitty. Fuck that. Okay, it's 2017, uh, and also the public transportation in Memphis is horrible. Mm. The barbecue is phenomenal. So the I heard, blues yeah. music and the soul music is phenomenal. And the best thing about Memphis is Graceland? The wrestling. Oh, wrestling. I didn't go to I didn't go to wrestling for Graceland. I did, however, go to the Stax Museum, and I will take Otis Redding over Elvis Presley Ooh, any day. Wow. Wow, big statement there. That is a statement that I stand behind. 
I don't, you're probably not alone in that. But so, yeah, Jerry Lawler wrestling again on WWE. I don't, yeah, I don't think that they would put the liability up after he had a heart attack on live TV. Live TV. And literally died for, what, nine minutes? At least, yeah. Something like that. It was only, I mean, this is a time where WWE literally saved someone's life because they actually have legit doctors at ringside. Right next to him. Right next to him. Nice. He would have died if he was on anywhere other than live That's television. And the fact that he wants to wrestle for them, and he's got to be, what, 66, 68? Oh, I have no clue. It's definitely in the 60s, yeah. At least. Uh, he can do some shitty indie shows. I think he should do them. He has been wrestling on the indies he for a couple years does. now. He yeah. still yeah. yeah. He, he came back, and he's always wrestled on the indies. Uh, he had such an amazing relationship with WWE where he wrestled for them, he commentated for them, and he was still allowed to run his own territory in Memphis mm-hmm. up until, God, he stopped promoting shows maybe five years ago. Okay. So from 92 to, let's say, 2012. Fair enough. You know, that's 20 years of... Working for WWE yet still owning your own territory. They don't let anyone do that shit. He does mention how the doctors uh, over at WWE have never given him an in-depth exam to attempt to clear him. So they're not even coming close to even no. treading that water. No like, one's going to let him on. No. no, for sure. Why would you let a 60-year-old man who died, who literally <laughs> died on your television, <laughs> wrestle again? You're just going to kill him again. Although, I mean, I do feel him because he had one WrestleMania match. And it was against Michael Cole, which sucks. And he does w- say that his ideal opponent for a real WrestleMania match would be Dolph Ziggler, though. You know, the WWE picked up Jerry Lawler in 92, and he still had a little gas in the tank back then. Mm-hmm. He started wrestling in 72. Yeah, He'd already been wrestling for 20 years, was in his 40s by the time they picked him up. He's not going to get another wrestling WrestleMania match. It's not going to happen. Oh. It's just not happening. You're an old fucking man. You've already died once. Be happy you're alive. You're not getting a WrestleMania match. They already disuse. Or they already just abuse Dolph Ziggler so much. He's one of the best assets on the roster. The fact of putting him up with a man who's already dead. This is not going to work. Yeah, I do feel that his one match was against Michael Cole. It's just embarrassing. Ah, he remember lost, and he lost. When he had the, 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 the kiss my foot match against Bret Hart yes. years ago where he Bret Hart shoved his feet in his mouth. I'm a foot guy. I like it. Oh, a little more about you. Too. <laughs> yeah, I got a weird problem with feet. Uh, on this week's episode of Bring It to the Table, did you watch it? No. And I wanted to. I missed it. Uh, JBL mentioned that he hopes Roman Reigns continues to get mixed reactions. Agree with him? Oh God! You talked about Roman Reigns earlier. Uh, yeah, um, I don't. You know, as, as I mentioned before, I'm, I'm a massive wrestling fan. Um, I, I don't catch a lot of WWE, but I'm very aware of the Roman Reigns thing, and I just he says, and I quote: If you if Roman Reigns turned heel, he would be great. Uh, of course. Because you, you see hints of it here and there, but pushing him down uh, fans' throats as a baby face, no one's going to accept it. It's never going to work. Well, he goes on to mention, and I quote, I hope so, because John Cena is an absolute rock star. He performs and is an absolute is absolutely the biggest straw we have in the history of our business, even. Roman Reigns is exactly the same. I mean, he's a rock star. You'll tell people that, they, and they'll say, no, no, no. People are standing up because they want to boo him, but they're standing up. You ask they want to stand up to boo him they go yes because we do not like him okay but would you pay to see Roman Reigns get beat oh absolutely I love to see him get beat 
JBL mentions he's doing his job because people are paying to see him either way. Solid point. Well, so uh, as we mentioned, he has a match at WrestleMania scheduled with The Undertaker. Yeah, that sucks. And The Undertaker has only lost once yeah. in WrestleMania. Twice. And my idea, and I, I think I think actually Jim Ross had a similar suggestion, is if Roman Reigns had cheated really severely at WrestleMania and turned heel, it would be a case for giving The Undertaker another loss. In fact, a loss that would actually mean something, unlike the Lesnar loss, to where oh, yeah. you could launch Roman Reigns as a monster heel. That was the, the thing, only though, yeah. way he's going to get over is as a heel. He's not going to get over as a babyface. I don't think. I think that that ship sunk a long time ago. Turn him heel in the most dastardly fucking way by attacking The Undertaker, and he'd have a massive run. Unfortunately, the only person who disagrees with you is Vince McMahon, and. He will not do that. Yeah, I get why they won't. I get why they won't turn John Cena heel because of the Make a Wish and the money and the merchandise. Roman Reigns just ain't shit. He ain't there yet. Yeah, so turn him heel now. I'm not a, a huge John Cena. Turn him fan. heel. Everyone's gonna love him. I'm not a huge John Cena fan uh, like like you are, but I get it. I see why they keep him uh, a yeah. face. But fuck Roman Reigns, man. Yeah, fuck Roman Reigns. Anyway, hello news. WWE teased. This past Wednesday, a trailer for a new program coming to the network called Southpaw Regional Wrestling. The teaser was an old VHS going into a VCR. And once the tape started, you see these current roster members portraying old school characters. Seems interesting. Uh, I think we talked about this before the show started. If Netflix did it, it would be cool. But you're thinking that the network is doing it. It's going to be cheesy. Ah. Michael, we talked about this off yeah. the air. I mean, Fandango's I, on it. The idea is very good. Um, it's very good, yeah. A, a, a series about old Southern wrestling is phenomenal. It just uh, WWE is not allowed to do that stuff. They're going to fuck it up, and we know it. It's, just, it's not something that I would watch. I would much rather go on YouTube and watch Continental Wrestling from 1983 in Alabama. But they're, they're, if they release the whole season, and it's funny, everyone likes it, would you watch it? Probably not. No, even get good reviews. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a shithead. Okay, I'm the worst guest so you could just, ever have you're on just your an show. Anti WWE mark then. Then ah, yeah. If it was on Netflix, you watch it. If it's on the network, you won't. Yeah, if, if it wasn't because I because WWE has agendas. The, you know, the like, thing is, John Cena's not funny. He's acted in a he's, ton of he's, shit. He's funny. He watched Saturday Night Live. Not bad. It's all right. Trainwreck wasn't that bad. I didn't see it. Oh, he's pretty good. You know, the idea of having an old Southern wrestling show, I think, is a great idea. I would, I, I would yep. certainly watch it. Maybe it is my bias. Uh, Concepts there, execution, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll yeah. Report to you in wait, weeks. you know what? I will actually come on the show and I will pay for a cab out to Bayside, Queens, if the show is good, and I will come on your review episode and I will say that I'm a piece of shit. I'm biased and I'm wrong. If it's good, I am that willing to believe that it's not. Though <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you, but it's on record now. Uh, it's on record now, so you got yeah. to. Oh yeah, we. I am a man of my word. Finally, this news is going on way too long. It's not going on long enough, man. Let's, let's wrap it up with. Um, WWE will induct a number of legends from the early days of wrestling into their legacy wing. What's that mean? This year. Um, the legacy wing was introduced, introduced last year mm-hmm. um, to honor stars from the early years of pro wrestling. Got you. 
It was. Um, so it's not. They're not Hall of Famers, but they're legacyers. But they're in the Hall of Fame. They're in the legacy wing. Like like Donald Trump is a Hall of Famer. He's in the celebrity wing. These guys are in the legacy wing. So what's the difference between just being a regular Hall of Famer and being a legacy Hall of Famer? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Because uh, they don't give speeches. So it's like your second tier Hall of Fame. It's, it's second tier. It's the guys who paved the way. and So is it guys like, say, like Mad Dog Sean? I think he's in the Hall of Fame. But it was, oh man. I don't know the names. It was, uh, Luthez is in there. Luthez? But Luthez is in the Hall of Fame as well. Luthez should be a Hall of Famer. He is in the Hall of Fame. So I guess he can be in both. I don't, doesn't... It's just brand new. I'm sure they're still feeling their way around with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting this. But the Legacy Wing will come back this year. So different. have they announced the people? or Not yet. They were, they announced it the night of the Hall of Fame. I would say Paul Ellering for sure, right? Who's your pick? Uh, Paul Ellering is, I think, more of a modern day. I think he'd probably be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, so this is old, old people. Old, early days. of Like, say, like Ed the Strangler Lewis. Exactly. George Gotch. Frank Gotch. He was there last year. Oh, he was in it. He was one of the Gotches. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so I get where they're going. Yeah. So So, so like you could... It's not not people who have wrestled in WWE. So do you have a nomination? Uh, Not offhand. I wasn't prepared for this, but I don't. I would say Penny Banner for sure. Penny Banner. You heard her here first. Female wrestling pioneer, Penny Banner. That would be my legacy pick. There was no females last year, maybe. Yeah, you should do it. Yeah, so we'll see. That's cool. So now you're cool with it now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think you kind of sold me on the legacy wing. That's what I'm here for. Maybe uh, uh, Sam Mushnick. That's a reporter. Uh, no, no. You, uh, he was the legendary St. Louis promoter. What the hell am I thinking of? Uh, he he promoted wrestling at the Chase for about 40 years. The Chase Auditorium in St. Louis from, I would say the uh, the 40s to the 90s. Mm. Maybe, um, God, who else would I pick? Uh, maybe Joe LaDuke. Okay. Uh, Dr. Jerry Graham. People like that. Maybe, uh, what, that's, that's, a, that's the thing where, you know, Danny Hodge needs to be in the Hall of Fame. And I think Danny Hodge would be good for that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I know that name. I know that name. Um, before we go, the, the news broke tonight. Quote, unquote, broke. But I watched... Was it the Grammys or the Oscars on E, the pre, the red carpet pre-show? I can't say I saw it. And there's a smoking hot chick mm-hmm. doing the sh- commentary. Very low-cut shirt. Very prominent. My mama nanas. Mm-hmm. Okay? Smoking hot. Talk about boobs, right? Yeah. Okay. That was clear. <laughs> um, smoking hot chick. I have no clue who her name was. I looked her up. Her name was Tanache. Tanache. You ever heard of that? No. Some big... R&B rap chick. Never heard of her, but she's smoking hot. Okay. Looked her up. Never heard of her before. I've never heard of her since. I'm like, all right. She'll be singing at WrestleMania. Oh, God. America the Beautiful. Hey, so I got to see this bro. beautiful woman up close and personal. Jeez Louise. Who knew? What Tinashe. a bombshell. Look her up. I remember years ago when I think the first time they ever did that was when they had Aretha Franklin yeah. do it. WrestleMania um, 3, right? As a lot right. of a lot of people know, she had a very public feud with Otis Redding, and I'm always I'm always on Team Otis. As you mentioned, yes, so I was I was terrible. I was just disgusted when I saw Aretha Franklin on stage. Mm. I am happy that they are they are upping it. I think my 
favorite celebrity musical guest was when Salt and Peppa mm. sung in <laughs> Lawrence Taylor to the tune of What That's a Man, right. yes, What a right. Man, What a Mighty Good Man. And I want to say WrestleMania 8. Yeah, I think so. What was your favorite WrestleMania musical performance? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I'm going to turn around on you. Ask the questions. Ooh, WrestleMania musical performance? Mm-hmm. I have several. Um, I don't really have a favorite. What about Run, Run DMC doing the DX theme song? That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty good. Motorhead doing the uh, Triple H theme song? That was a lot. I like the Motorhead song. Huh. Because they weren't really a big deal back in the day. It was just more recently where they do like Limp Bizkit or WrestleMania 19. That was kind of a dud. Yeah, well, it's Limp Bizkit. No, I don't really have a musical performance that's favorite, no. I'm going to go with Salt and Pepper just because they're bad bitches. They are bad bitches. Yeah. I saw them on the uh, lip sync battle. They're very bad bitches. Oh, for sure. Still kind of hot. I I can't remember if it's Salt or it's Pepper, but one of them is. I'm going with both. Yeah, one of them One of them is all in the church now. I I, I got no time uh, for that. Yeah, no, I'm talking about I think that's Salt. I think I'm a Pepper guy, but I, I could be wrong. <laughs> Well, let's look it up, get another drink, and we'll be back with our cheers and heels. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. 
I mean, it's appropriate to play this song after just celebrating 316 Day. I broke a fuck ton of glass that day. Smashed a lot of beers together. It sure did. Sure did. Do you watch Raw SmackDown this week? Oh, God, yeah. That was my assignment. It was. And I'm happy you followed through because yeah. some people didn't. <laughs> I watched the shit out of it. Yeah. All right, that's a little excessive. <laughs> uh, you want to start things off? Or you want me to just take the helm here? Uh, well, I do not have the match rundown, so I think you might want to start this off. There's no match rundown, just what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, I want to start off something we talked about right before we went on air is, so I know you're going to agree with me here. You heal what you don't like, you cheers what you do like. Absolutely. Healing, down goals Goldberg. Down goals Goldberg. Oh, God, so we just mentioned I mean, this. okay, okay, I got it. I mean, I'm wondering, is that going on a shirt now? I hope it does not. We mentioned this off the air. Um, I am a massive Paul Heyman fan. I think Paul Heyman is one of the smartest people ever in wrestling. This was probably one of the worst Paul Heyman uh, promos I've ever seen in my life. It was very clear that Paul Heyman this week was desperate for a catchphrase. He settled on down goes gold. Didn't make any sense. It just wasn't that good. Paul Heyman, you're a very smart man. You could do better. I, for one, am disappointed. I'm going on air to publicly condemn Paul Heyman. You can do better than that, you fat, lazy piece of shit. That part is probably too late. Well, I can promise you he's listening. People from WWE do listen to the show. I know they do. Because we said stuff and boom, next week, bam. Like, eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. He said that repeated... Repeatedly, and it, boom, t-shirt. And then he kept saying, "Down, down, goals, Goldberg with his thumbs down for some reason." I'm like that's oh. gotta be that's gotta be the next t-shirt. You're Russell better Manning. than that, Paulie. Uh, you got anything you want to talk about? You Cheers know, I, uh, you know. So it would, you know, as I mentioned before, I'm not a regular Raw watcher. I rock I watch Raw this week um, to prepare for my for my shot on a shot of wrestling. By the way, I am beating Mr. Money Banks. I did not fucking forget that. <laughs> I gotta say, I was very entertained by the show as a whole. Maybe it's because I haven't seen it a lot. Yeah. Maybe because they were building to WrestleMania, which it always gets hot around this time of it the does, year. Yes. Uh, but I actually thought it was a good show. Okay. I mean. It's not one of the worst. Yeah, maybe if all, I watch. All I have left is Cheers, so it, it, that means it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to Cheers the show in general. I'm going to keel out one of my favorite people, Paul Heyman. But there was a lot else on the show. Let's get to it. Uh, um, going to Cheers, my girl Dana Brooke. She's they finally broke her up with Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. First time I'd seen Dana Brooke in action. Um, I never heard Dana chance before. No, so I haven't means, heard him either, clearly. So that means they broke it up at the right time, which is always key to do. If you do yeah. it too early, too late, the crowd is not into it. The crowd was into it. They were chanting for her. And uh, overall, that was a good segment. Great you, timing. You know, Charlotte Flair is a hell of a wrestler. Hell of a Obviously, wrestler. Obviously, the, the daughter of the great nature boy, Ric Flair. Oh, I just saw on, She was on WCW this past... Uh, I mean, today I saw her on WCW. They did a promo where... They were very young, Charlotte. Yeah, they did a promo where oh, what's that, that writer's name with the beard? Russo. Yeah, he he invaded Ric Flair's house with his gotcha. son. Yeah, yeah, Reed Flair, who's dead. David Flair. Reed Flair's still alive. No, no, David Flair is alive. He's a nothing happening piece of shit. Reed Flair died of a heroin overdose. In oh, okay. Japan. Um, but yeah, they invaded his house, and next you know the wife, I guess Reed showed up, and Ashley showed up, and. 
oh shit, that's fucking Ashley Flair. Yeah, Charlotte Flair is a hell of a wrestler. She can afford to lose at this point in her career to somebody who I think might have some potential, but who is clearly not on her level as of yet, who is Dana Brooke. Maybe a year or two down the road, Dana Brooke might be a contender. Right now, she is not on a level in Charlotte, in my opinion. Why was this a theme song? What if you got Nia Jax? <coughs> Excuse me. You know, I am a big Nia Jax fan. Is that intentional? Um, yes, it was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually, I'm a Nia Jax fan. She doesn't really do it for me. It's it's a shame that the WWE doesn't have somebody like Awesome Kong in her place. A real shit kicker. If not Awesome, awesome Kong, maybe somebody like Jessica Havoc. You had Awesome Kong. And you know, Awesome Kong doesn't pregnant. do well working with a corporation. She got fired um, from TNA a couple times. She she had some murky circumstances with WWE. I mean, I would just say, I, I said numerous times on the show, I would bang the shit on Nia Jax, smoking hot. Uh, N- Nia Jax is a very good looking woman, and I like that she defies the traditional WWE mm-hmm. beauty standards. Also cheering uh, Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. I like to do with them together. I'm not Love a big them. Kevin Owens fan. But I like to deal with him and uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, I mentioned a couple weeks ago how they hinted at like sort of a quote unquote alliance with Triple H, like that. Uh, but he did a, he's done a lot of shit like comedy this past year with Jericho, which was entertaining, but kind of dumbing him down a little bit. It wasn't at his best. I mean, this is the right way to use him, and these guys work well together. Uh, Joe, as you know, true heel. Oh God. Joe is... And the more of them together, I think, would be a good thing for both of them. Joe is fucking incredible. Samoa Joe, who is, in fact, actually my uh, Ring Rats producer, partner, co-host, Danzo's favorite wrestler, Samoa Joe. Currently or of all time? I want to say of all time, frankly. I I think it's a tie. It's a three-way tie between Samoa Joe, Captain Lou Albano, and Sonny Kiss. Oh, wow. Uh, But Samoa Joe is a fucking machine. I'm thrilled that he's finally making it in WWE. I only wish it happened 10 years ago when he was a killer. I think the pairing of Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens is fucking great. The one thing, the the, the most salient aspect of this. uh, Great nose. Scrabble word. <laughs> I went to college. Yeah. Uh, the thing that really sticks out of my mind is I had heard um, Kevin Owens talk in Ring of Honor a few times. He was phenom- He was a killer in Ring of Honor, and he sounded so horrible. And this is one of the times where you can tell in WWE that a wrestler did not come up with his lines; that it was mm. written for him okay. and it was delivered horribly. Mm. Professional wrestlers are not actors. You cannot no. give them lines and have them go out on on live TV. I don't know for a fact if it was written for him. I can just tell by the way it was delivered. If he, if they had given Kevin Owens the opportunity to just speak from his heart, the promo would have been significantly better. Okay. But they had a tag team match with uh, with Sheamus and uh, Cesaro. Is that right? This week? Yeah. No, it was Sami Zayn and Chris Jericho. Sami Zayn and Chris Jericho. I'm sorry. Uh, it is phenomenal to see Chris Jericho back on TV. Oh, Chris Jericho continues Prime of his career. for the la- yeah. He after being in wrestling for 25 years, he is in the prime of his career. Chris Jericho can do no wrong. Uh, Sami Zayn, the former El Generico of uh, ROH, phenomenal worker. A uh, little small for WWE, but. 
to me, that that tag team match was by far for me the highlight of the show. Four phenomenal workers doing what they do. Um, Sami Zayn, Chris Jericho, Samoa Joe. Uh, Kevin Owens. I always want to say Kevin Steen. Yes. Phenomenal workers, all four of them. That's if that was what WWE was putting on consistently, I would watch the show every week religiously. Interesting. You have any points you want to mention, or I'm going to finish it up. That's it, man. Great fucking show. Great match. Um, okay, my last cheers will be for HBK's appearance. HBK. You can't not cheers that. No, no, no. Uh, he had a good promo with Roman. Um, and he played his role of the veteran putting over how dangerous Undertaker is. Shawn Michaels is fucking phenomenal. The the the, the fact that Shawn Michaels was in a segment with Roman Reigns and it kind of fell flat <laughs> is not a slight on Shawn Michaels. But Roman Reigns, he came off the cocky, confident attitude which people kind of wanted to see. To me... To me, it looked desperate. I, I, as you know, I haven't, I haven't been keeping up with the shows regularly. I'm not sure what's happening week to week. It looked desperate. Roman Reigns can't get over by himself, so they threw in Shawn Michaels, and even the great HBK cannot save Roman Reigns. He's that bad of a babyface. I mean, his line about you know Undertaker retired you. I'm going to retire the Undertaker. Yeah, that wasn't one. That wasn't bad. That was delivered. I, I on see point. where you're coming from. I think overall it's not bad. Reigns isn't there. Um, Shawn Michaels is there. Undertaker is there. He's not on their level. We had another guest, uh, the voice, Erwin Escobar. And uh, it was the week Roman Reigns was feuding with Rusev. And they were doing their honeymoon ceremony. And Rusev, um, Reigns came out and cut some jokes on Rusev. And Is Reigns funny? That time he was. Uh, Erwin liked it. I thought it was funny, and that's what we want to see more of, him being unscripted, mm-hmm. let him do his own thing, or hire him comedy writers. Yeah, what do you think the likelihood of seeing Reigns unscripted in WWE is? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> I, it reminded me, uh, one of the last they do, times... Just get him like comedy writers, and then if he comes over as funny, legit funny, not scripted comedy funny, he'll do a lot better, but... Bringing yeah. in HBK uh, reminded me of the time when they brought in The Rock to get Roman Reigns over. Well, that did not work out well at all. Exactly. When The Rock is not getting cheers because he's paired with Roman, Roman Reigns. Yeah. When Shawn Michaels is not getting the reaction that he should be getting because he's paired with Roman Reigns. It's not the legend's fault. It's not the superstar's fault. It's Roman Reigns' fault. Um, SmackDown. You got anything you want to talk about SmackDown? AJ Styles kicked the shit out of Shane McMahon, and I yep. like that. I don't, you know, I didn't know that the WWE was back to using blood. They're not supposed to. I they do it. What they do it here it. and there. When they do it, it's to make a point. You know, quoting the the motto of the great New York City metropolitan area wrestling federation, Jersey All Pro Wrestling. The guys that brought up Low Key, the guys that brought up Homicide, the guys that brought up Low Life Louie. Blood is better. More blood on TV. That that gets me to tune in. Uh, AJ Styles beat yes. AJ Styles beat the dog shit out of Shane McMahon. He was breaking car windows. He's throwing him in the car. Shane McMahon was a bloody mess. I'm sold. I want to see more blood in wrestling. I think it's good. I think they should be blading a lot more often. Um, I cheers that as well. It, it was a pretty sweet, vicious attack by AJ Styles. Like you don't see that, that often, um, especially going through violent 
stuff like going through a car window. Yeah, there was broken glass, dents broken in the glass, cars. Like, uh, uh, blood. They were out in like the loading dock area. Or it was a classic like parking lot brawl, like I mentioned, I mentioned before. That you missed in the Attitude Era. There was all the time in the Attitude Era. Like Gold Dust and Roddy Piper. Yes. It was just... Um, and everybody nowadays is cheering Styles, so it's kind of a nice way also to remind him that he, he's, a, he's still a heel. And Styles is the man. Yeah, but people are cheering him, but now he's doing some typical heel stuff, and now people may be reminded that he is, in fact, a heel. We're not supposed to be cheering him. So we'll see what happens. AJ's fucking great. He's, no, he's phenomenal. <laughs> you know <what's> there? <laughs> I did see what you did there, and um, it worked. Speaking of that, I'm going to heal, though. It, it was kind of silly. And stupid to show the camera inside the car as Shane's head was going through it. Did you see that part? I did. Uh, you, I mean, you, you had, yeah. It, it, the original shot was enough. It's um, fake. I did it, not. It, yeah. it makes it makes it look fake yeah. and set up. And Why was the camera shitty. there? Why? I know you don't like the f word, but it no. it makes it all look like a big show. <laughs> okay. Now, and yeah. I'm not talking about the guy with the abs. <laughs> ah, too easy there. Nice. Well done. Anything else? Yeah, I got another. I got another heel. Actually, speaking of. Okay. Um, the okay. main event, the Usos versus... Um, when I say Us, you say, oh, Us. Oh. Us. Oh. Okay. Uh, the Usos versus, who was it, American Alpha? Yeah. Uh, now, we talked about this a little bit off the air. I think the American Alpha have some potential down the road, maybe be a young Steiner Brothers. I've been a fan of the Usos for a long time. I hadn't seen them wrestle in a little Usos while. Usos are good. Yeah. They, they, although they look like shit. They do, but... They have not been in the gym lately. And but it's now... That's my last couple of weeks. They've been cutting good promos. Oh, they cut good Something promos. They've never they done know in a what while. they're doing. Yeah. My issue with that match was it was your SmackDown main event. That means it should be treated seriously. Mm-hmm. The announcers did not talk about the match at all. It no. was just about Shane McMahon. Yeah. No one gave a shit about the match whatsoever. Well, it's not their fault because it's not the. No, I'm not saying the wrestlers did a no, bad it's not job. There, but it's like they've. Built this feud between American Alpha and the Usos. American Alpha, and the, I mean the Usos have cut great promos against the American Alpha, and then we don't see them for two weeks. And now they're the main event of SmackDown, out of the clear blue. Well, my issue was when which good for them, but like you said, they didn't take when, it seriously. Yeah, when they're in the main event, no one gives a shit. Nobody. About it. So the announcers did not talk about the match whatsoever. No, they uh, started off nice. They sold the they uh, sold Shane McMahon injury for Which the entire match. It was just a vehicle to get Shane McMahon over at the expense of the Usos and American Alpha. And I, it didn't come across well. Nothing. Uh, when we talked about this brand split first happening, I was worried about because Raw can do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. That's three hours and 15 minutes. They can go three hours and 20. That's too long. They can go three hours and 25. There's no cut off there's no consequence but however on Tuesday night Smackdown is cut off at 10 o'clock oh for sure and since August they've done a great job I don't watch Smackdown live live I watch Smackdown live taped and every time at 10 o'clock the credits pop up and it's over this is the first week where they had to go over Mm -hmm. so it's not bad well they're leading up to the go home shows yeah yeah, I get that um you know, I think you, you could have had a good match, a hot match, uh, that you could have highlighted that as your main event. And instead, you chose to highlight Shane McMahon, which Shane McMahon 10 years ago could put on a hell of a pay-per-view match. 
Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles in 2017. You don't know. I don't know. I'm, I've Is he going to take a crazy bump and kill himself? Hopefully. I have, I have good expectations. It, unless he actually dies. Although I think that... This I'm is talking a, about real death. This is a step I'm down. not going to be satisfied. This is a step down for AJ. He could do a lot more, but this is, this is going to be a good match. AJ should be in the ring with somebody like Seth Rollins. Oh, absolutely. I think this is a step down. For, this is for sure. But AJ is being in the main event with the boss's son. <laughs> he could have been in Wrestle Kingdom 14 this year. We're going to cheers Ms. TV, like I always do. For sure. Um, but this time, for the first time, I'm cheering Ms. TV, not because of the Miz. The Miz barely spoke. I'm cheering Maurice. because Maurice. For sure. Uh, she got a good promo. She said a good story. I, I mean, we've gotten the personal animosity between the Miz and John Cena the last couple weeks. And it was always seemed like Maurice and Nikki were standing up for their men. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a backstory, and there's personal animosity between the women making this match kind of more in-depth. And it's actually real animosity and makes me want to see it even more. I see us going back um, to the era of what was referred to as the worked shoot. Okay, where yeah. you have real life for real problems behind the scenes and you take it and you make a wrestling angle out of it. And that, in my opinion, is the best kind of professional wrestling. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. That's where, if you can make it believable, then it's good. And I think that I'm buying into the animosity between Maurice and the Bellas. Oh, me too. Absolutely. For sure. I I thought the uh, Miz TV segment came across beautifully. Miz is the best. And I have another cheers. Oh, go for it. I have not seen Mickey James on WWE TV for a long time. It's been seven years. And I saw her this week. I, I'm sure she's done some other shots previously, but this is the first time I saw her. Just recently. She came back like last month. Two and ago. I am a huge Mickey James fan. Me too. Thank you. The one thing that I'm upset about is that the WWE did not continue with the Piggy James. Oh, okay. Angle. Uh, there was a time, I don't know if our listeners remember, sure where WWE was fat shaming women who were frankly in phenomenal shape. Yeah, she was never, I didn't take her as fat. No. She was soft. I could poke her in the stomach, but she wasn't fat. No. It was weird. You put Mickey James on the street with any other woman, oh. and she's like a model. Yes. Uh, so what happened behind the especially scenes is Mickey Queens, James had had an affair with, especially in Queens, New oh, York. Recorded? You that? Yeah. Mickey James had had an affair with John Cena, and John Cena broke up with her and wanted her fired, so they called her Piggy James. And Here's part of the Ringgrass Gossip Classic wrestling yeah, podcast. Yeah, sort of behind the scenes. Yeah. So John Cena, everyone's golden boy, had orchestrated one of the most loved women wrestlers of our generation for sure good for john cena i don't know if i would say good for john cena i think it's a little fucked up yeah, uh yeah we know for for for, for bone and mickey james <laughs> for sure but uh for, for orchestrating that the re- for millions of people calling her fat on yeah, a regular basis when she may be weighed 120 pounds tops tops maybe 15 well at the time she was going against Michelle McCool and my girl Layla, who were stick figures then, too. So, oh, wait. Can we talk about a couple girls that couldn't wrestle? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, they were a former woman champion, so they got to give them some credit. But they gotta, Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I got to say, you know, with Piggy James shit aside, I am happy to see Mickey James back. I think she's a hell of a worker. I think she's 
she's she's definitely one of the better female wrestlers we've seen in the last fifteen years. Fun fact about MJP and uh, Mickey James. Yep, I have her country album autographed. Oh, is that what? Oh my god, is, it's not Demons. country strong, is it? No, ain't, that was her gimmick in TNA. The actual album's called Angels and Demons. Is it good? Not bad. I just got back from Nashville. I saw some bad country. I saw a little <laughs> bit of good country. I, I, you know, if, if it's available on vinyl, I'm buying it. Oh, I like vinyl. Yeah, I don't think it's Mickey James is available on vinyl, but mine's autographed. Mm-hmm. Um, where am I here? I got a cheers to Carmella, reminding people that she's still around. She was. She's not uh, part of last week's promo amongst those four women. She was kind of left out of the graphic. And now it made sense for her to remind them that she's still around. Is she uh, paired with James Ellsworth? Nowadays? Yes, that was her. So, I don't know much about Carmelo, but I have heard that on the indie scene, James Ellsworth is one of the biggest pieces of shit in wrestling. Yes. Have you heard that? No, I did not hear that. So I heard um, that it was he put his time and effort. He's a nobody, but now he's finally getting his come up and like he's getting his due. Oh, I heard the complete opposite. Okay, good because I'm not a James um, Ellsworth fan. I heard this from none other than one of the most credible people in wrestling. The fellow twins? Tommy Dreamer. Oh, personally? Yeah, he no-sold a uh, House of Hardcore show. Okay. Uh, and he had promised Tommy he was going to be there. It was before he got signed. with. He was doing shots on WWE TV, but he had, wasn't under contract. Okay. And so he had told Tommy up until the day before that he was going to be there and then canceled. And you know, Tommy Dreamer's a pretty restrained guy. He doesn't go off on rants that often. You have to really fuck him over. Okay. And James Ellsworth fucked over Tommy Dreamer. And I don't know about you, Michael, but I am on Tommy Dreamer's side. But can James Ellsworth, that little guy, fuck over Tommy Dreamer? Like, yeah. he's promoted in a match and he doesn't show up. All right, let's get it somebody else. No, because he was already on WWE TV at the uh, time. Okay. So he's a name. Gotcha. So if you're a name on TV, people come to see you. Exactly, yeah. Even Whether James you're Ellsworth. a chinless piece of shit or not. <laughs> So uh, I gotta say, James Ellsworth is a piece of shit. Not because he's a bad wrestler, not which he is. He is. Not because he's ugly, which he is. he is. Not because he doesn't look like a wrestler, which he doesn't. Not because he's a chinless piece of shit, which he is. So I right. am against James Ellsworth because he fucked over Tommy Dreamer. Um, I'm not a big Dave Otunga fan, but when uh, James Ellsworth hit the sweet chin music, Otunga deemed it the no chin music. Awesome. I did not know that. That is actually, I got to say, there's no better finishing maneuver for a man who has no chin to hit the sweet chin music. Yeah. That's that. That's tremendous. Uh, my final heel is that they uh, they showed a promo on SmackDown for Women's History Month um, promoting past women. And if I want to see the vignettes, I can go to WWE.com. Just... Just show me a promo. Don't did, give me a promo for but, your promos. But, Just show but me did a you promo. Go? Did you go to WWE.com and no, see vignettes? No, I did not. But show me a promo. Yeah. Law does it. Ding. Plus, they, they showed less time for Eric LeGrand. It just smacked down. I understand an hour less. Oh, let me so, let's just talk about Eric LeGrand because I never heard of this guy. So he's never heard the, of this guy. He's the Warrior uh, Ultimate Warrior yeah. Courage Big new story Award. Sports. So he was a football player in and, Syracuse, and yeah. he got his neck broken, right? Uh, yeah, his neck and spine broke. So. He wins an award for getting his neck broken? No, he, he won an award for being an advocate for spinal research and never giving up and trying to walk again and being a 
um, is he walking a, again? A role model for people with spinal injuries. He's not, but he, he was given. Um, wait, wait, he was told he would never regain mobility from the neck down. However, he has regained some mobility in his arms from the waist up. So the thing is that he has. There are progress there. I mean, I'm, spoiler alert: he's never going to walk again. I was going to say I'm not impressed so far. Oh yeah, in the medical research, he's pretty, he's a big deal. Uh, Scientifically, he's a big deal because he's the movement he's garnished after being after those vertebrae were broken. He should not be moving those ver- um, like he is. I'm he's not a motivational so- speaker. I mean, Coco be wears in the Hall of Fame, like Eric Grant. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so we got his neck broken. Yeah, and now he's a motivational speaker. Yeah, and now he can move some of his body. Yeah, I'm not sold. I don't see why you're not sold. I, I you know, I this actually guy's a top prospect in college football, and now he's. I worked as a personal assistant for a quadriplegic for about six years. Okay, and he didn't try at all. And um, well, some people don't, you know. And and I was good with it. And this fucking guy, what if what if what if somebody who wasn't a football player broke his neck? Ain't nobody gives a shit about that guy. Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves was a movie star. Yeah, but if if, if I broke my neck, no one would give a fuck because I have no, I don't have the money to. Yeah, you wouldn't get an Ultimate Warrior award. This guy doesn't deserve no, it. I probably wouldn't. Although I host my own podcast, so maybe I would. I I would vote for it. Preach. Thank you. Uh, I'm done with SmackDown. You done? Yeah, of course. Um, we're running way too long. Let's quickly. I don't, I don't think we're run, running long enough, frankly. <laughs> Let's quickly go over the ratings. Uh, this week's Raw drew a three point two three two. That sounds good to me. This is up from last week's oh, three point two one six. Take a drink to that. SmackDown this week drew a two point six two eight. Oh, that's ugly. This is down from last week's two point seven three eight. That sounds bad. This week's numbers are slightly down. And that has probably something to do with Rachel Maddow releasing the first two pages of Donald Trump's tax returns. Oh, God That damn. was a big news story that night. Everyone you want to talk channels. about heels, that piece of shit, Donald Trump, huh? Uh, Hall of Famer, Donald Trump. Yeah, WWE also, Hall of Famer. that night it was a big winter storm in the Northeast resulting in power outages, cable outages. I'm assuming that has something to do with this. I'm going to give SmackDown a second chance on this. That's one. right. I, I think they're right. going to recover next week. Do you have any uh, Do you have any data for the uh, the TNA numbers? Because I've heard they've been doing really well since the uh, management shakeup. Well, um, we cover Raw and SmackDown ratings. Yep. But for this week, for the first time, I have impact ratings. <laughs> oh, so it's, yeah. weird, it's weird that you asked me. This is uh, breaking news. Unprovoked. Uh, Impact Wrestling drew an average of 344,000 viewers on Monday night on Pop TV. Sounds good to me. This is up from last week's 292,000. Wait, they went up over 100,000 viewers? Yes. That's pretty good. No, uh, uh, 150,000. It was oh. 90, 292 to 344. Uh, the show was ranked 119th in the top 150 oh, show. That's Is that good? For Impact, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, I don't know because I don't. Like I said, I don't normally well, cover know, they, Impact. They have a whole new booking committee. Uh, you got Dirty Dutch Mantel back. My uh, boy Jeff Jarrett's back. Double J's back. Jarrett, how do you spell that? J E, double F, J A, double R, woo E double T. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing the strut right now. You can't see it, but I am. I, I can attest to that. Watch my beer. Watch. <laughs> Oh, I just missed it. All right, good. I actually, honestly, I uh, I haven't watched Impact in a while, but I I, I think that now is the best chance they've had in a while to uh, to do something good. I'd like to see him succeed. I'd like to see a good number two wrestling promotion 
either it's going to be Ring of Honor, who I fully support. Is Ring of Honor still on TV? Oh, yeah. They were on Pop TV. Uh, with the, or an American something. I don't know if they're on pop, but they uh, the the people that own Ring of Honor own a syndication network all through the country. It's everywhere but New York because they're a Christian network, and they oh, don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to come here. They're on places Christian like ne- there's Christian networks here in New York, Oklahoma. Like, at least two of them, I think, here in New York. I I never seen them. Um. All right. I watched Impact a couple weeks ago. I mentioned it on the show. It was just very weird. I watched a wedding segment. Oh, with Cherry Bomb. I don't know what it is. That's her indie name. The chick from Tough Enough. Yeah, Allie something. I don't maybe? know. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. It was very bumble fucked and uh, it was weird. But anyway, I'm done. We are at the point where we end the show, but we're going to take our last break because there's a lot of show left. Yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. We got to refill our drinks and we will be right back. much noise all right well my assistant told me the one you've been in contact with you had your own podcast and you guys are big fans of the captain lou albanos we are huge fans of captain lou that is our friend neighbor mentor obviously known papist captain lou albano i did not grow up in carmel new york that is the hometown of captain lou however my partner danzo did uh dan has a lot of stories as a youngster uh with a drunk captain lou as almost a father figure for the neighborhood uh we've had a lot of carmel new york residents on the show giving and what show was that again that is the ring rats Classic wrestling podcast. Okay, show? so when I point at you, that's that's your cue to say with a Z. So that oh, is the Ring Rats with a Z pod professional wrestling gossip show podcast. Ring Rats with a Z pro wrestling gossip show podcast. We have had many Captain Lou uh, interviews. We have not had the captain himself on because he's oh, dead. I have tried to dig him up. I got arrested. My partner Danzo bailed me out. Nice. I have still not paid him Green back. Man, Green Man would not bail me out. Oh, you got to get a better partner. I'm tr- and I'm, I'm not to- talking about Mr. Moneybanks either. That's what I'm trying to do now. <laughs> well, before we get into stories about the captain, you seem to know a lot about him. So I just threw a couple of questions that any Captain Lou Battle fan should know. So this is a Captain Lou test. Yes. Um, where was he born? Oh, that's Sicily. Rome, Italy. But that's close enough. Uh, oh, I am sorry. You were correct. He was in a tag team called the Sicilians. That's wrong, wrong for you, okay? I was going to give you credit for it, but you just took the credit away. So that's one wrong. I don't deserve it. 
Uh, what year was he inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? Oh, God, I'd have to guess. Uh, this is before the Hall of Fame got big. I yeah. know that. Uh, I'm going to have to guess. I'm going to say 96. 96 is correct? Yeah, I knew yeah. that. Uh, how many tag teams has he led to championship gold? I want to say off the top of my head, and this is going to be another guess because I'm not a numbers guy. Uh, we, the Ring Rats do have an accountant for that stuff. With a Z. Uh, with a Z, yeah. I want to say 26. Ooh, 15. Oh, it should have been 26. Uh, he was part of the triumvirate, triumvirate of Terra, along with what other two legendary managers? Oh, the Great Wizard. Grand Wizard. Uh, I, I, yeah, you know, I wanted to avoid the KKK reference, but, okay. <laughs> and maybe, oh, uh, Classy Freddy Blassie. Wow, correct. Oh, I am good. Uh, you're not really asking you two and two. I know. Uh, he voiced what iconic video game character? Super Mario. There it is. Jesus Mario, Christ. Mario's last name? Uh, Luigi. No, it's his brother. Was it Mario's last name? <laughs> I, I don't know. Mario. Uh, I thought it was Albano. No, it's Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario. Who knew that? With the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Um, what was the name of his autobiography? Oh, God. Uh, pour me another vodka. Uh, is that a request or you want to answer your question? <laughs> That's both. Okay. <laughs> uh, no problem, and you're wrong. Often imitated, never duplicated. Oh, of course. Everybody knows that. That is catchphrase. Yeah, three wrong. I know. Three right. Here we go. What year did he pass away? Well, in my mind, he has never passed away. So that's kind of a trick question. What in your heart? Captain Lou is alive in my heart. Uh, so, so never. Uh, I want to say about six years ago. Which would be 2011. Ten, nine? Nine, probably. Let's go with nine. Right, give me three answers. I need one. Lock one in. Let's go with nine. Nine's correct. Yes, I knew it. Wow. I did not know that, frankly. So you got four right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. So you need this one. You need this one. The last question. He was a recurring guest on what game show? Hide the liquor. No. Okay. Um, uh, Who hosted that? It wasn't Hollywood Squares. Uh, I want to say the Family Feud, but the edition hosted by Steve Harvey. That's the current one. That happened after he died. Yeah, I know. Oh, it was you Hollywood could- Squares. Oh, wait, that was the first thing I said, so no, no. I was right no, on no. that you one. Said, you said that he wasn't the Hollywood Squares. I don't remember saying that. I could play back if you want. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to do that. You can talk to our lawyers on that one. Yeah. Uh, you, lawyers, talk to my lawyers. Um, <laughs> we're funny. done. Great show. Any uh, thing you want to talk about, Luke? I know you... Off air, you're talking about Captain Lou a lot. Anything you want to bring home about Captain Lou that our fans should know? You know, Captain Lou is the is the guiding light. Obviously, he's the person that has shaped me, who I am as a person. I, I, I by the beard. I like to speak. Uh, yeah, I actually have safety pins in my face right now and rubber bands. I'm not trying to hold anything together. I just like to wear them as a fashion statement. I do have a Hawaiian shirt that's open, and there's underneath it, there's a T-shirt with the picture of my face 
on it. Nice. That is just one of the many Captain Lou influences. I want to speak for my partner on the Ring Rats Pro Wrestling Gossip Show podcast, Danza with a Z. I know that Danza, that Captain Lou was a huge influence on Dan's life. I don't, frankly, I don't think we would be here today with this prestigious guest hosting opportunity on the Shot of Wrestling podcast if it were not for Captain Lou. It's a shot with an S. With an S. Wait, a capital S. Capital S. So, Michael, buddy, I would love to thank you for having me oh, on as here. a guest in the shot of wrestling. I'd like to reiterate that this episode is significantly better than Mr. Moneybanks. <laughs> and I would also give one final shout out to my friend, my my mentor, my roommate's neighbor, uh, a papist that's known Captain Louis Elba. Wow, well done. Um, so, yeah, you're clear. I think you're ahead of most of Moneybanks now. I'm um, not sure if that. Well, is it only, by downloads? Because we haven't released the show yet. I mean, yeah. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, I think your only competition now is if Green Man wants to come back. Any any comments towards Green Man? Listen, Green Man, you might have the green face paint. You might have the headband. I got the heart. Ooh. Well said. I would like to invite both Green Man and Mr. Moneybanks on the Ring Rats Pro Wrestling with Gossip Show with a Z to make their cases. Ooh. To be host of my show? Yeah, this on is your what, show? Yes, this is what you call a podcast crossover. Crossover, yes. Like Chicago PD and Chicago, uh, whatever the Chicago show is. It's like when The Simpsons did every other show they've ever done. And Family Guy. Yes. South Park and uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, any final thoughts? Any how can we reach you? Where's where your social media is? Uh, what what's go? What's up? Absolutely. So find us on Instagram at Ring Rats with a Z. Find us on Twitter at Ring Rats with a Z. Contact us at our hotline. That is our tip line for breaking Ooh. wrestling news. That is Ring Rats. With a Z. Podcast at gmail.com. And most importantly, go to our website. That is Ring Rats. With a Z? Podcast.com. For all of your information, late breaking news about sex, pills, drugs, and also a little bit of professional wrestling. A little bit. A little bit. Just a, just a touch. And to hear the exclusive Green Man vs. Carlos um, show off. Oh, they're going to kill each other on the air. Nice. And I'm going to pick up the scraps. Yes, you will. Well done. Well done. Um, where are you watching WrestleMania this year? Oh, I think at your house because you're going to invite me. I'm going to the show. Well, 12th year, 12th one in a row. Can you get it on pay-per-view and I can watch it at your house? No. Uh, Green Man's going to the city in a bar if you want to go there. Legends Bar. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I think, I don't know, you know... If Green Man is still alive after his feud with Mr. Moneybanks, Ooh. then I'll talk to Green Man. Talk to the death, huh? Right, it sure is. Can't, you can't get the feud done in two weeks? He's going to take Moneybanks for everything he has. Which I'd like to see that. I'd like great. to see those statements. Great promo. That's great. That's a great promo. You're, you're, <laughs> you're great. You're awesome. <laughs> um, well, Mike the Bartender is downstairs waiting for us, so let's go down to the bar. Until next week, I have been your host, Michael O'Putty. Happy St. Patty's Day. That was good. Shout of wrestling. Putty, yep. Hey, 
Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>